Welcome back to our program here on Intercom. This is Dr. Laura Murillo. We have with us today Harris County Clerk, Dr. Diane Trotman. Good morning. Good morning, Dr. Murillo. How are you today? Very well, very well. Well, good. Happy to have you on now a second time, and it's already been six months, if you can believe it. I know. It has been a whirlwind. (laughs) Well, it certainly has, and you certainly came in uh, swinging, as they say, and have made some significant changes. Talk to us a few about a few of those changes. Sure. We have. um, Here at the Harris County Clerk's Office, we uh, have been all about improving the voting experience for all voters. And uh, some examples of those improvements in the last six months um, are increasing the amount of early voting site options. So right now um, we have 46 early voting sites. We're going to increase that to at least 50 for the upcoming November 5th election. Uh, We've also expanded the hours of early voting. Uh, It is now 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., that first week of early voting, where it used to be 8.30 to 4. So um, we have also implemented Election Day Voting Centers, uh, which is just like early voting. Uh, Registered voters can vote at any voting uh, location on Election Day. So we're very excited about that. We had our first uh, trial run of the Election Day voting centers in the May 4th election, yes. and uh, it was it was a good success. Well, and uh, we, what is the feedback you've received on that? Clearly for some folks, let's say you mm-hmm. live in Pearland, and that's where mm-hmm. you normally vote, but you right. work downtown. You don't mm-hmm. have to trek on over to Pearland. Basically what this allowed was for folks to vote anywhere. That's true. Um, one of the biggest reasons that I wanted to do this was because I used to work downtown and lived in Kingwood. And I can tell you, uh, trying to fight the traffic from 5 o'clock on, pick up your kids, get dinner on the table, you weren't going to get in line by 7 o'clock to vote. Mm-hmm. So this opens up a whole new uh, group of voters who, who work all over Harris County mm-hmm. and live uh, far away from their workplace. Well, they can now vote sure. anywhere. Well, and it seems like an idea that should have been implemented probably a long time ago, which makes I me agree. question, <laughs> why, why had, is it, had it not happened? And what has yeah. been the opposition to it? Well, I, you know, I think for one thing, um, the my predecessor, uh, the former county clerk, did um, uh, work with uh, Content Active, our software uh, program that runs the e-poll books, and those were necessary to have this program. Mm-hmm. But he had um, he had purchased the iPads for the e-poll books. Oh gosh, three four years before uh, I took office. So I'm just not sure um, if the will was there. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if it just took that long for him to develop the e-poll book system. Um, but we <clears throat> we perfected it and tested it and made sure that it was going to have the connectivity mm-hmm. uh, that we need to make sure those votes are processed accurately and securely. And that is exactly what happened in this May 4th election. Well, talk to us about your new website. Sure. Our new website has a lot of information about these Election Day voting centers. All you have to do is go to the election uh, section, and you will see many, (laughs) many different uh, tags there for uh, information about the Election Day voting centers. But one of the things we're really proud of is if you go to 
uh, find your polling location and click on that link, uh, a wait time feature uh, will pop up. And basically, it addresses the lines at polling locations during early voting and election day. So you might see uh, by five, by your five nearest locations, uh, a green light, a yellow light, or uh, a red light. Okay. And of course, green light would mean no traffic, yellow, moderate traffic, and red would be, you know, find another location. <laughs> right. So well, we're very again, excited about doctor, that. Doctor, this is uh, transformational. Given the technology mm-hmm. we have, Yes. how ideal is this that you can go and check and figure out which place you can go and vote? And again, in game is increasing voter participation. Absolutely. That is in game. So what's really in the horizon? Is. What else do you see as opportunities? Um, one thing we're going to do is work uh, a little more on enhancing election clerk training, both with online modules for the election clerks and workers and face-to-face. We're going to have sensitivity and harassment training. Uh, we're going to have um, thorough election clerk training um, that before was just sort of... Mm, hit or miss. So I think that's one of the big uh, complaints that most of the election workers had, not enough training. So we're definitely going to address that. Um, We are waiting for the Secretary of State's approval for what we call a successful status for our uh, countywide election uh, day voting centers. And that's our last step. Once we get that, we can go forward with the uh, voting centers in every election after this. But the main thing that's on the horizon right now uh, is, a, is a program called a joint primary mm-hmm. idea that we have. It's never been done before in um, Harris County, but approximately half of the counties in Texas have a joint primary. So I think it's time for us to, because the main reason is, as I said before at the beginning of the program, it improves the voting experience for all voters, not just one party or the other. Mm -hmm. So in a primary, typically, we would have one line for Democrats, uh, Democratic voters, and one for Republican voters. Now, what happens is, in certain areas of town, one line is always longer than the other. So they would be waiting out the door in their line, and one one party's side, and the other side, they'd be twiddling their thumbs with, you know, Mm -hmm. Lots of machines not even being used. Okay. So it's just, uh, it's not an efficient use of time, and it promotes long lines. Okay. Our program is one line with both Democratic and uh, Republican voters, and they come in the door, and they have three different stations they can go to. At each station, there's a Republican and a Democratic mm-hmm. uh, election worker with a uh, name tag that identifies them as such. So if the voter just wants to talk to a Democratic or a Republican worker, they can do that. Once they check in at those, uh, those, one of those three stations, um, on the iPad, they touch the, uh, the, the button that says either Democrat or mm-hmm. Republican. They do not have to say it out loud. And a lot of voters complained in the last primary that they had to out loud identify themselves, and they did not feel comfortable doing that. So this gives more privacy uh, to the party selection, and I think that's really important. Well, and and it all sounds, you know, from a standpoint of a logistical um, initiative, 
like something that makes sense. However, you've got some critics out there, according to the mm-hmm. Houston Chronicle today. Help us navigate and, and give your side of, of uh, again, the efficiency mm-hmm. of it and trying to take the politics mm-hmm. out of it, which is what it sounds sure. like you're trying to do. Sure. And we met um, Tuesday. We had the commissioners and the media and the election judges in to see the setup. And you can actually walk through it. And um, Dr. Marilla, we'd love for you to come walk through it, too, and cast your vote. You go through the whole process and you see exactly how it works. Um, And eat everyone on Tuesday loved it. The the commissioners, representatives, Republican, Democrats, independents alike. Good. All of them. Good. All of, and the judges are the ones that actually perform the elections. So I, I listen to them. You know, mm-hmm. they, they know what's going on. So this has so not on, been a unilateral new county clerk has come in and made this decision. You're getting feedback. No, you're you're oh visiting no. with yeah. uh, your constituents and others. And sure. You're, you're, so out there, if you're listening, again, mm-hmm. uh, let's talk about the, the importance of, of being inclusive, efficient, mm-hmm. and just allowing people to being able to exercise their role without feeling like it's a cumbersome, got to stand in line and get right. home and what have you. And on that note, we have to talk about the census and how important it is uh, to the work that you do and to funding, et cetera. So talk to us a little bit about the census and how it impacts the work that you'll be doing. Well, sure. Um, you know, all of our funding, of course, uh, will come from that information as well. Uh, but the main thing would be uh, being able to get funding for new voting machines, for mm-hmm. example. And that's on the horizon. Um, as we go through um, this next year, 2020, the presidential primaries and the election, we'll also simultaneously be looking at new voting equipment. Um, and so the funding for that is very important. We're looking at an estimate of about $74 million. So um, very important that accurate census data is, is obtained. And uh, I'd just like to give a plug to, <laughs> for everyone to be sure you fill out your information and respond to all census questions. Yes, especially those undercounted communities. The Houston Hispanic yes. Chamber of Commerce is partnering with you all in the city of Houston, Pasadena, and other cities to yes. promote completing that census. And please note that for uh, so many reasons, it's incredibly important. I know we're waiting currently to see what the status is regarding the citizenship question, which is in the courts. Mm-hmm. It is our hope that that question will not be asked. We believe that it's just one more way of keeping right. certain groups from completing that census. And we are all uh, advantage if everyone completes the census. It's about federal funding. It's about how many yeah. people will represent us. It's about getting more voting machines. And it's about getting federal funds to come to our region, our area. Uh, County Clerk, anything else that you'd like to mention to our listeners? Um, I think that's probably about it. And just that um, I want to say again on the joint primary um, option and idea, it is an idea at this point. And uh, yesterday we did visit with both political party chairs. Uh, We all took a picture together. So that's a start. (laughs) You know, I think cooperation Mm -hmm. is the strongest driving force for change. And that's what I want to see more than anything else is our community come together with both the political parties and the community groups. And this idea of a joint primary won't be my idea. It will be our idea because it's for all the voters of Harris County. So speaking of which, what is the process now that the idea has been presented? Who makes this decision now? Where does it go? How does it get implemented? 
et cetera? Yes, thanks. That's a great question. Uh, so the way we left it yesterday, both uh, party chairs went through the whole process, and um, they seemed to like it. They had a lot of questions. Um, the Democratic Party chair is wholeheartedly behind it. The Republican Party chair said there were good parts of it. Um, we left it that uh, we would give them till mid-July, and we would meet again. So we want them to go out and talk to their communities, um, you know, get feedback from their constituents, and then we'll meet back uh, the middle of July. But we will need to have an answer by then to start preparing for those primaries. So it's basically the, the two party chairs have to agree with this, and it's, That's true. it's implemented? It's, it's as it's true. And and I think one thing um, your listeners might want to know, too, is that the primaries uh, are run by the political done? parties. The We're done? there to assist with the machines and the workers, but they make the decision about where the locations are. Uh, they make the decisions about the process. So... To me, I can't imagine that you wouldn't want to do something for your voters um, that would make the process quicker, the check-in process quicker, and no lines, fast in, fast out. Well, sounds like a good idea, and please keep us posted. On behalf of the Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, Dr. Trotman, thanks for all that you do, and uh, our congratulations to you and your team, and let's keep working together, Democrats and Republicans. Let's do the right thing for all of Harris County. Thank you again. Absolutely. Thank you, Dr. Merrill. Absolutely. And on behalf of the Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, our board of directors and staff, we want to thank you for joining us here on Intercom. Please visit our website, HoustonHispanicChamber.com, and please follow us on social media. This is Dr. Laura Murillo, President and CEO of the Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. We'll see you soon. Thank you.